Hey, this is Howard Jacobson, and I am very happy to be joined on the phone today by Kathleen Hale, the CEO of Rebel Desk at rebeldesk.com. Hello, Kathleen. Hi, Howard. Nice to be here. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I, I love the name. I love the idea of, you know, being a rebel at my desk. For many years, I felt like being <laughs> at my desk was about the most, uh, you know, compliant thing I was ever doing. Um, so, yeah. so first, first of all, what, what is, uh, Rebel Desk and how does it differ from the desks we sat in when we were in third grade? <laughs> Hopefully a lot, uh, cause I don't remember those being very comfortable. Uh, Rebel Desk is, uh, a treadmill desk and standing desk company so that you can walk or stand while you work. And we, are true believers that we've become a sitting culture and a lot of time is spent behind our desks, planted in our chairs, and making a change to the way that you spend your day by standing or walking can have incredible benefits for your mood and your energy and your health. Right. So one of the reasons I was drawn to, to reach out to you to have this conversation is I'm always looking for like the really low-hanging fruit that makes a huge difference. So there's, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the health and nutrition field, and we see so many uh, things marketed that are supposed to make us better, that are expensive and give us marginal benefit at best and actually make things worse, you know, like certain supplements or crazy diets mm -hmm. and, and, and things like superfoods, things like that, as opposed to, in my world, simply eating lots of fruits and vegetables is like the, the no-brainer way to, to health. But I discovered in doing, in sort of poking around that sitting for long periods of time is like one of the worst things we can do for ourselves. And uh, I'm, I'm curious, you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll talk about, um, you know, the, the research, but how did you get into, you know, where, did, where did you encounter this idea that sitting is actually like as, as, as potent a killer as like smoking cigarettes? Yeah, it's, it's really unbelievable. Um, so I was um, a practicing attorney, and so I spent a lot of time sitting day and night, <laughs> as a lot of attorneys do, uh, and, you know, I sort of just accepted that sitting made me feel bad. Um, I was an active and healthy person, you know, exercise, eat right, been a vegetarian for more than a decade, but you just don't feel good when you're stuck in your chair, but it also seemed as if there was no alternative. I, I never imagined an alternative to that. And it wasn't until my husband, who stayed at home with our children for a while, went back into the office place, and he said, wow, like this, now that I'm not running around with the kids all the time, I feel so much worse. There's got to be a better way. And so we sort of actively started looking into it and came across both the research about how bad sitting is for you and the alternative of a standing or treadmill desk. So what what did what did you discover? You know, I mean, because you know, sit, sitting is sort of the the you know, if 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 the standard American diet is lots of processed foods, lots of animal products, not much whole grains, fruits and vegetables, the standard American posture is slumping. So you don't right. you don't even like you know, if everyone's doing it, like you wouldn't even know that there was something better. When you know, when did 
Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot about standing and treadmill desks, and maybe in the last even three to four years, where did this idea come from? Who who kind of figured out that that sitting was a problem? Where did where did that first um, begin to dawn on people? The main research um, behind the negative effects of a sedentary lifestyle comes out of Dr. James Levine at the Mayo Clinic, um, and he is. He started looking at this probably about 15 years ago now and saying, like, wow, if we just add small movements into our day, we can keep our metabolisms up, we can keep weight off, we can improve the way our body processes fats and sugars, and it doesn't have to be going for a three-mile run. Um, And so he's continued that work, and he is an extremely avid treadmill desk user. Um, Some people joke that, it's shocking when they see him in a chair. He's always moving around at his treadmill desk or standing. And the Mayo, so a lot of research has come out of the Mayo Clinic. They're one of the first to have said that people who sit the most during their, during their lifetime are at the same risk for suffering a heart attack as people who smoke. And that's regardless of your exercise level. And it's, you know, it's those kind of statistics that sort of that you, like, like really give you pause, like, wow, you know. Uh, there was a 13-year study that followed uh, women and tracked their sedentary behavior, and if the women who sat for six or more hours a day were 94% more likely to die during the period of the study than those who sat for three hours a day or less. And... It, you know, these are the kind of research studies that started popping up and people saying, you know, as we're commuting longer and we're getting tied to our computers, this sedentary lifestyle is taking a huge toll on people. Even if we're also making positive changes for a half an hour, we hit the gym or, you know, we, we eat a little bit better, you really can be going back to square one if in the morning you find yourself back in that office chair for another eight or nine hours. Right. Would you tell the, the double-decker bus story? I read that on your blog, and I found that just fascinating. Yeah, the double-decker bus story um, was, a, was uh, a study of uh, that took place in London back in the 1940s. And this was at a, you know in the era where we didn't appreciate that you – that exercise played any role in health. Like, that was still a new thing. We take it for granted now, but it was a new thing. And so they started looking at, at uh, this one researcher in London started looking at the role of activity in risk of a, um, a cardiac event and found that, he, so he compared two, two workers, um, both the bus drivers on the double-decker buses and the ticket takers. And the ticket takers run up and down the bus, stairs, and they're moving all the time. And it turns out that the ticket takers were way less likely to suffer from a cardiac event than the bus driver. And here they have about the same stress level and pretty much, you know, the same job except for the movement factor. And then they went and studied postal workers, the postal workers who are behind the counters and the postal workers who are, who are out moving around during the day. 
And it's the same thing. You're out and you're moving around. Well, you're less likely to have uh, a cardiac event, which is a heart attack. And so this is really the light bulb, like kind of the first light bulb going off, like, wow, inactivity is bad for us. And we need to take steps to add, make sure we're getting activity in our day. And right around the same time, that's when we're moving away from uh, a work day where you're more active and to a work day where you're sitting more. And of course, that's just increased over time. I mean, whether it's, you you used to have to walk to someone else's office to tell them something, and now everyone just sends an email. You know, there's lots of reasons to stay in your chair more now than there used to be. So, So when you discovered this research, what did you do personally? So we... Yeah, we got treadmill desks and tried them out for ourselves and frankly loved the, we just, we just became converts almost instantly. I mean, I remember one of the first days that I had my treadmill desk and, um, and I had had a, you know, pretty good sized lunch and came back to my computer and thought, oh, you know, just had that feeling like, God, I have to get through the afternoon. You just want to, like, take a nap. Um, and I thought, well, I guess I'll get on the treadmill. So, you know, I turned my treadmill on, and you don't walk very fast at the treadmill desk. So I was only walking probably one mile per hour. But the next thing I knew, 45 minutes went by, and I actually felt fine. In fact, I felt pretty good, and I hadn't felt tired at all and I felt like I had digested my food and now I was just cruising through my work and that was you know really a moment for me like wow this is the power of these is that you can you can just feel so much better and of course as we started using them longer um, that was you know every day it just felt like okay I'm going to get up and going to put in three miles today while I'm working and you you just feel great. So you you found that it was it was pretty clear pretty much right away that this was better than sitting. Yeah, absolutely. We I definitely um, felt the positive benefits almost immediately. There's a slight adjustment period for typing and looking at the screen, but for most people, that adjustment period is a a day or two. Not very much. So, so to be clear, when we're talking about treadmills, I think people have an image of the treadmills at the gym where you're going, you know, three to five to seven to ten miles an hour. Um, are right. You, are you are you like running at your desk, running in place while you're trying to type and take phone calls and and uh, and, and write documents? No, fortunately not, because I don't think I would. That would be my style. <laughs> um, the treadmill for a treadmill desk is specifically designed for it, like the Rebel Desk treadmill is specifically designed for use at a treadmill desk. It has no arms or rails on it so that it can slide underneath a standing desk. And it can only go, the Rebel treadmill can only go a maximum of two miles per hour. And the motor is such as geared to get the maximum power out of it at two miles per hour. And that if you run on a treadmill in a gym, that probably sounds very slow. But the reason is you're not you're you don't need to go very fast in order to get 
the benefits of the activity and going at a pace which is one mile per hour, 1.5 miles per hour, allows you to do everything that you would normally do during your work day, whether it's talk on the phone, type emails, look at the computer, and you can do it without sweating, without huffing and puffing. Uh, I often walk in sort of work-like shoes and sort of flats, you know, ballet flats or um, office-appropriate attire. You don't have to put on your gym clothes in order to do it, so that's why you can put it in your office, whether it's a home office or a private office. Uh-huh. Okay. So um, it's it seems like a very clearly advantageous thing to do. It doesn't, you know, it may, it, you may take an adjustment period of a day or two. Um, you know, people wouldn't necessarily even know that you're on a treadmill when you're talking to them on the phone. Right. But there are some pretty, like significant barriers. Um, you know, I'm thinking about uh, social barriers, cultural barriers. Um, you know, what have, what have you found have been the biggest obstacles to, to kind of wide mainstream acceptance of, of walking yeah. while you're work? Yeah, there, you, there's a few. I mean, there's one thing that we probably hear most often is people saying that their employers would not allow them to bring them in because their employers fear for safety of the user. Um, and that's an unfortunate misconception about the treadmill desk because people imagine someone running and trying to keep up with everything at their desk. So helping people to understand that this is an incredibly safe machine. You're going to walk so slowly, um, and there are hundreds, like hundred thousand treadmill desks estimated to be in use in the in the U.S. and no known reports of injuries. Um, the belt is just not going to be moving that fast. And once you see it in action, I think those fears are allayed very quickly. But that's something that people, you know, have to sometimes do a little convincing of the boss. And we have some talking points on our on a blog post about with some talking points about you know, giving that information to an employer. Um, you know, another another thing is people say, "Oh, well, this is just a, this is just a sad commentary on our society that we have to multitask and get our exercise in while we work because we're so busy." And this also misses the point, which is this isn't a substitute for your cardio workout or, you know, for going to your Zumba class or going for your run. This is a way to avoid sitting. And no matter how much you exercise, that's something that you should be doing. And so, you know, letting, getting that message across is also important that this isn't about burning thousands of calories and, you know, losing a bunch of weight while you're at your desk. So it's possible you could do that. This is about not sitting for long right. periods of time. Well, it's, yeah, it's like, um, you know, if you're eating you know, junk food and fruits and vegetables, you know, the fruits and vegetables are going to give you some protective advantage, but it, it, it's not going to make up for the harm of the junk food. And so all, you know, what shocked me exactly. is I was doing an hour to two of exercise, you know, five to six days a week, and the research showed that it really was having no effect on the sitting. 
that the seven to eight right. hours of sitting were just a, a big lump of bad in my lifestyle right. that, exactly. that, that no amount of exercise was going to uh, overcome. So do you recommend yeah. that people never, ever sit or, you know, are there sort of safe doses of sitting or, because I notice your, your desk has a crank, so it doesn't just have to be for standing or walking. Right. Um, we, it's definitely fine to, to sit for some period of time. Three, you know, three to four hours a day seems to be a number that comes up in studies as being a bit of a safe range. Um, but, you know, the reality is that sometimes you have things at work that, that maybe you find easier to do while you're sitting or some days maybe you had a really hard workout and your legs are tired or you're just not feeling that good and you want to take a break and sit. It happens. I don't think just like you might miss a workout sometimes, people shouldn't feel like they must stand or walk all the time. Uh, with the Rebel Desk, we designed a chair that is very compact and fits right next to the treadmill so that you can have the whole complete sit-stand-walk solution and you can just pop over and sit in your chair and swing your laptop over um, next to, you know, in front of you so you don't have to change your work setup or have multiple workstations, which was a goal of ours to create you know, a complete solution for people. Um, and, and, you know, standing is, you know, we've been talking a lot about walking, but using a standing desk is also great. And the, just the benefits of being on your feet and sort of fidgeting around, you keep that blood flowing and the energy and focus um, can help relieve back pain, which is another big issue for folks, why people want to avoid sitting. And with the standing, with our standing desk, like you said, it has a crank. So you could have a chair there and crank it down and pull your chair up and take a break when you want to. Right. And I'm also thinking the crank must be very useful for for ergonomics. Um, I have, I'm standing now in front of a an IKEA desk that is up as high as it can go. And in order for me to use it, effect, I, I just figured, okay, I'll put my laptop on this. It'll, it'll be close enough. And it was maybe five inches too short. And I ended up with like tremendous wrist and and back pain from that. I now have my my keyboard on a a, bo- a toner cartridge box. I have my my laptop on um, six box yeah. six reams of paper. Um, it you know so I'm thinking a a crank might be a really useful thing because it's like it's like a bicycle. You know, if the bicycle that fits somebody else perfectly would would do tremendous injury to you because you're doing so many repetitive motions on it for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Um, with the treadmill, you're once you step on it, you're up four and a half more inches off the ground. So there are treadmill desks out there that you can buy that cannot be adjusted in height at all. And frankly, I don't know how anyone uses them except the people who are the exact perfect height, <laughs> you know, whoever is exactly 5'8", probably can use that desk. But if you're a little shorter or a little taller, you're going to have problems from it. Um, and being able to adjust, you know, turn the crank and stop it within half-inch increments allows you to find exactly the right position and allows other people to use the desk as well. If you're in a shared workspace or a space where people are taking turns um, or, uh, again, gives you the 
sit stand walk option to put it however you want. And the, the finding the right height is another problem with these DIY treadmill desks or treadmill and standing desks. People come up with all these calculations about how they're going to put their standing desk at just the right height. And, you know, they're going to take a regular desk and stack it on cinder blocks and all these things. But you can put a lot of effort into creating a DIY standing desk. And like you said, it's four inches too short. And then you're in a bad place. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say that I, I think it's the, the marketplace at this point has discouraged me from actually jumping on because I'm usually a pretty mm-hmm. early adopter when I find find a good thing. And, you know, every, like, hundreds of people are posting their DIY things. And a, a friend of mine wrote to me, um, showing, you know, sh- telling me about his and he's like drilled holes in the ceiling and hangs a monitor down. And, and like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a handy guy. Like, yeah. You know, last week I changed a flat tire for the first time in my life and it, you know, it took me like an hour out, out by the side <laughs> of the road. I just, you know, felt like yeah, good I, for you. Yeah. I, I wanted to do it before I hit 50. Like, you know, and, <laughs> and, and just the thought of like, you know, figuring this thing out and jiggering. And, and the truth is I have a, you know, a $2,000 computer that's going to sit on all this stuff. I kind of don't want it to fall off. Right, um, right. So when, when you, I mean, so you've, you obviously don't think the marketplace has been perfect because you and your husband went and started a company to make desks. So what, what did you see as the big problems that you wanted to solve with Rebel Desk? Uh, a couple, I'd say three things, and that is one offering something that looks better, something that is a, a better value, and something that's more flexible in terms of use. So the tread, the, there are very few treadmill desks that you can buy. And the few that are out there, we thought were not aesthetically nice looking. And it, to us, it was like the, the, the Apple computer days where you look at these and go, why do they have to be black and look like <laughs> they were in the gym? You know, Apple looked at the computer and said, why does it have to be black, right? You know, it could be blue or white. Why not? Um, and that, so that's what we wanted to do was create something that would blend into an office environment and not look like you're in some, you know, you just took your home treadmill and took the arms off of it. And um, so we, ours has a stainless steel-like look to it and a lighter colored belt. And then value is another important thing for us, treadmill desks if anyone has researched them, can be very expensive. And um, we wanted to provide something that was at, you know, a great product that was at a nice price point, a reasonable price point for folks. So we, our treadmill is uh, retailing for $749 and at a 250-pound user weight and, with great warranty, it's a 30-day money-back guarantee. And then the other thing that we wanted to offer was, as I said before, this complete solution. So find a way that if you wanted to, you could do the whole sit-stand walk um, in one place. It's something that we have heard from people is they got the treadmill desk, but there was no way to sit, so then they had to have another desk. And then they were moving their computer back and forth. And then they end up, then they kind of stop doing that because that's a pain, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. So one day they might go in and just sit, 
and then they try to stand the next day. And so, you know, that's the, the, that didn't seem workable to us. So we wanted to just give people the all-in-one. Right. So if they if they get absolutely everything, the the desk with with a tray, a chair, a treadmill, um it's going to be well under $2000. With everything, right. it would be yeah, it would be um if you we have a glass top and a teak top and that would be about 1800 for everything. The chair is 199 and the keyboard tray is is uh is $99. Um and definitely look, you know, look for us around uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We're going to be running some really great specials for the holidays for the for the whole package. Okay, great. So, so you know, but it's it's still it's a chunk of change. And I know that you know, in my world, in the nutrition world, there's lots of things you could buy that are more expensive than other things. Like the you know the head of broccoli is more expensive than the the bag of of Doritos, um, and so you know unless you have a lot a lot of money, and you, if you're if you're being price sensitive, you you could easily go for something that's going to be less healthy just because the initial investment or the ongoing investment just feels like a lot. Do you do you think about or talk to people about what's the ROI of a, a standing slash walking solution? Like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we one way that we think about it sometimes, and talk to people about it, is um, you know, you have you have a way to do your work now, right? You have a chair and you have a desk, but when you consider the cost over the course of your lifetime from the negative health effects of that, whether it's gaining weight developing a chronic disease like diabetes, uh, a greater risk of heart attack, greater risk of kidney disease, risk of blood clots. Like I've talked to two people in the last two days who both had were healthy 20, 30-year-olds who developed blood clots. And, you know, this is the type of problem we're having from our sedentary culture. So so you can you can have to sort of easy out with the chair but the, over the you know the return over the course of time you're going to pay for that both in terms of po- out of pocket expenses for medical care in the way you feel and in your mood and if you make an investment now in a treadmill desk or in a standing desk then the return on that is going to be Improving your health and keep over the course of your whole life, and making a change that is easy to do in terms of transitioning to it, and you're just going to feel so much better. Uh, I mean, it seems you know you hear people say it'll it'll change my life, Um, and that's a that's a phrase that especially in the health and wellness world and fitness world people throw around, but we really feel strongly that this can because it creates this whole positive cycle of maybe being able to make healthy choices and feel better. We just had a reviewer um, over the weekend post a review of our product and say, I've been using this for three weeks and it's changed my life dramatically, you know, from the back pain to the shoulder pain to just feeling better when I go home. Uh, I, you know, I can't imagine working any other way. Right. And I, can, I imagine that uh, entrepreneurs um, 
and and solo practitioners would see their money come back within a year if if not if not sooner just in added clarity and productivity yeah the uh the, yeah there was recently a study that showed improved productivity for employees who were using treadmill desks um which is another selling point for the boss as well uh and lots of anecdotal evidence that it improves your focus um there was a study done at the Mayo Clinic where they observed physicians reading CAT scans, and they had a the physicians who read the CAT scans while walking on a treadmill desk diagnosed the lesions or found the lesions in the CAT scans 99% of the time, and the physicians who were just sitting found the lesions 89% of the time. Wow. These are kind of examples doctor. of how. Yeah, exactly. Like how your brain can is just working so much better. Um, people who have ADHD, I met a standing desk user who said he is, he's an adult. He suffered from ADHD his whole life. And he said he honestly believes he would not be able to do his job if he wasn't allowed to use his standing desk because it allows him to engage his brain in a way that keeps him focused on what he has to do at work, and he said, I thought maybe I would never be able to work in an office environment, and I had a standing desk, and this is why. He actually uses a putter under his desk to practice his golf swing while he's, <laughs> <laughs> while he's standing there. <laughs> you can work on your golf game, too, and get some ROI that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, think we, I think we should uh, soft pedal that one. for the. <laughs> yeah, probably not. A, probably not too high a chance there. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, what, what, one of the the images I have of the state of of health in America, I don't know if you've seen it, is the movie Wall-E. Yeah. Uh, where you know it's a it's kind of a futuristic dystopian world in which all the inhabitants of the Earth are on this giant spaceship cruise liner because the Earth is uninhabitable, and they're all they're all really obese. They have they can't even stand because their bones are so weak. And they're just like like floating around in deck chairs, being sold things to, and it's like you know that's that's kind of where we're heading. That's what you know to be really compliant consumers, compliant employees, to eat what they feed us, to just sit down because you know sitting mm-hmm. is the most passive, conscious position to be to be entertained and and advertised to. And, you know, while I, while I think it would be lovely if we didn't need standing desks or treadmill desks and we could like work in, in gardens and, you know, (laughs) climbing mountains. But, you know, the truth is we, we live in a very unnatural world. And so we have to make modifications to, to be healthy in that world. And, you know, so we make food modifications, we make exercise modifications. And the idea is to think about what's our natural state. Right. And, and to figure out how to incorporate as much of that into our day as possible. And it turns out that, uh, sitting is just about, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't know history that well, but I, I don't even know when chairs were invented. It probably wasn't that long ago. And it was probably even closer when like anyone other than the king had a chair. Yeah, that's true. Actually, people sat on, on the ground to eat meals and things for, you know, how many right. <laughs> millions of years and, 
the chair and the table was a luxury item at first and slowly it creeps its way into the culture. And that's, I mean, that's part of our theme of Rebel Desk is, you know, we've become a sitting culture and you can, you know, you can take a stand against that. You don't have to sit. There are other ways to live and get your work done and do what you need to do without giving in to nine and a half hours a day in a chair. Right. Well, I, I love I love that take a stand. That's <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, when I was a kid, I went to a, a Victor uh, uh, Borg, yeah, um, Victor Borga concert, and he was this you know, musician comedian. And at one point, he turns to the audience, he says, "I can't stand sitting," and then slowly <laughs> everybody starts laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, our you know our tagline is sitting sucks. You know, stand up and live better. And that's that's just sort of how we felt about it after, especially after finding the alternative. Now we find all the time I notice, wow, I've kind of been sitting at this meal for a really long time. It's time to get up and walk around. Or a two-and-a-half-hour movie seems like a really long time to be in your chair. You know, my husband was pacing in the back of the movie theater. Um, <laughs> uh, just like, oh, I'm antsy. I want to... I feel better when I when I'm moving, and that's how our bodies were built. Like you said, we were we were built to be hunter gatherers and moving around and not not to be stuck in a chair. And and we were at a diabetes conference this past weekend exhibiting our treadmill desk, and really just brought home that image of what you said in Wally of diabetes is an incredible problem for our country right now with almost 80 million people pre-diabetic. And that means there's still time for those people to not become diabetic. And the key, the, the key things, assuming that it's not a hereditary issue, are diet and, and activity. Yep. And we, we've done a lot of research. And, um, you know, it's to, it's, for most people, it's totally reversible. Uh, not to say that you can cure it, but... The, the symptoms can all go away. You can get off your insulin if you change your lifestyle. And yeah. we, we've yeah. seen tremendous improvement in people's, um, numbers and, and their, their outcomes just through diet. And when you combine that, you know, uh, with, with exercise, was it, uh, the, the great Jack LaLanne said, uh, I think food, you know, food is king and exercise is queen. And when you put them together, you have a kingdom. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So um, I would encourage folks to to look into this. It 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 may seem a little bit fringe now. It was a lot more fringe five years ago. In five more years, sitting will hopefully be fringe. You know, so you can you can get on the bandwagon, be be someone in the know. And so, if people want to find out more about what you have to offer, where where should they go? You can visit our website www.rebelbesk.com. Uh, of course, we're also on social media as well, so you can check us out on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Um, but our website has a lot of good information about the risks associated with sedentary lifestyle, the benefits of a standing desk, the benefits of a treadmill desk. And, um, and on our blog, we just try to throw in healthy lifestyle tips as well because it is part of uh, an overall healthy approach to living, integrating this into your life, and and that's what we're hoping to help 
people do is start a positive cycle. Sometimes you just need a catalyst to help you make the right choices for a healthy lifestyle, and we hope our product can be that for folks. Right on. Well, you know, uh, fellow fellow warrior in the healthy natural living space, Kathleen Hale. Thank you so much for for taking the time. Folks can can check it out. It's a beautiful website. So you know, clearly you have uh, you guys have design in your genes, which is a nice thing to uh, to, to bring to office furniture. Um, well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure, and I uh, I look forward to uh, to watching your your success and to watching this movement of movement spread across the world. Thank you so much. All right, it's my take, pleasure. Take care. You too.